Did you know that making a podcast is hard? We're five episodes in, and we've learned a few things already, you know, about podcasting, what works, what doesn't work, and about ourselves, too, as hosts. Yeah, it's not as easy as I thought it was going to be. Um, so one of the things we learned about ourselves is that we finish each other's sentences. <laughs> no, we, or, thoughts, or thoughts, actually. Really. We think we know what we're thinking. And so what we caught on one of the very first episodes as we were editing, we had to cut out some things because we noticed I would start speaking and then she would say, yeah. And yeah. we would be like, yeah. And we yeah. would never finish the thought we never, out loud yes. because we knew what the other one was thinking about. Yeah, it was. It happened like two or three times where we. I there said were like nothing. long sections. Yeah, we just had this conversation in our in head, our basically. The conversation that was recorded was a lot of yeah, yeah, and yeah, with yeah, the yeah, yes and yeah, the, like just like that, exactly like that. <laughs> so there was sections where we had to just take it out because we weren't we weren't actually talking about what we were thinking. We were just we anticipated what the other one was going to say before they said it and just agreed right yeah. away. Um, so that so was we're one of the things. Like yeah. Telepathic. I know. <laughs> but no, I think it's like something, you know, we're sisters, we grew up together, we just... We know what we're thinking. We're just, yeah, innately know what the other one is thinking and without having to say it. So that's one thing we, we learned. Um, the other thing was when we first started, I, I we said to each other, we have to be careful with our ums. You know, when, yeah. we have, when we're trying to gather our thoughts... <laughs> And the yes. <laughs> no, we were so concerned with not doing a lot of ums um, that we forgot about everything else. And so now we listen, we're like, gosh, cool it with the yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so we have a lot of yes in there. And then the last thing is the importance of making sure the audio is recording correctly. <laughs> yeah. Not taking shortcuts. It yeah. was that one episode where we had the sound was horrible. It was like two episodes, but it's really yeah, it learning. Wasn't the best. Yeah, learning your stuff, and we definitely have been learning a lot, and we're still. Oh my gosh! Like I know we don't sound perfect or anything. We're still learning. Yeah, how we're to, not pros yet, but yeah. every episode we learn something new, and we learn. And I think we get more comfortable with like the audio stuff, the equipment. And just also being better hosts. And uh, it's time consuming. So we even have is. to think about, we have to schedule. A well, recording we, time. we already do it. Yeah, we schedule yeah. it. But even then, we have to schedule enough time to get together and edit and make sure, you know, we're happy with what we're going to put out there. And, and this is, you know, thankfully, like technology and like websites have made it relatively easy. Mm hmm to do all this, to start a podcast out of nowhere and just uh, publish it out, you know, into Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and all these things. So we don't really, you don't have to worry about publishing it. Like it's something that's, we just have to create an account and uh, we use Anchor for this. Um, but it's like, can you imagine like the ones that first started internet radio? Yeah. It's like they had to do like all of that. Like it's yeah. insane. So it's already relatively easy, but for amateurs and like, audio recording, you know, you run into things that you never thought mattered um, that actually do. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. And then just speaking just to each other, but like pre pretending. But yeah, knowing there's knowing. like a third yeah. person, like a, like another, like an audience that's listening to you. Yeah. And even just like with me, um, my brain thinks a lot faster than my mouth moves. And sometimes... When I don't pay attention to it, I develop a stutter. <laughs> and that stutter only comes out when I talk to you. And I'll be like, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, then, and then I'll, 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 I'll like, kind of like this. <laughs> you can't get the words yeah, out. Because I'm so caught up with everything. So for me, it's it's been... Maybe that's a side thinking. effect of knowing that I know what you're going to say. Yes. So you don't have to say it. Yeah, so I'm just waiting you, for you to finish. Right, to finish your yeah. thought. So then... Now that we're now that we're each having to wait for the other mm -hmm. one to finish, it's like we are also learning when not to interrupt the other. Yeah, um, and waiting for and those like, thoughts to fully to like, give me some time. Yeah, to say what I say because <laughs> when we're editing, there's like these long pauses yeah. of me where I'm just gathering my thoughts. 
It's like one sentence. We already forever. know. We're like, yeah. okay, yeah, that's we're adding to that. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's fun. But it's been fun. It's so fun. And I'm so glad we're doing this. And I can't wait to talk about yeah, the final ch- chapters. Yeah, of our first book. And then start thinking about our next, our next book. one. So let's just... This is fun. Yeah, get get right to it. Because um, there's a lot to talk about yeah. in this uh, in this episode. Welcome to the Spotlight Book Club. A podcast where two sisters talk about a book they're reading. We are your hosts, Karina Malgosa. And Myra Segura. Thank you for joining us. Okay, so let's start with Bernard. Yeah, so we're not going to give a summary like we normally do because basically the last part of the book, it's everybody's secrets coming out and things are getting solved. Loose murders being tied. Yeah. And so we're just going to go with person by person and talk about what was revealed. Their secrets. And what was solved. Yes. So like I said, uh, we'll start with Bernard. Now Bernard, Bernard was my number one. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say, and that. he's the first. He we learned about him. The fr- he was the first yeah. one to we and that was, we learned about. I put the book down and I was like, "Well, I was wrong. I feel yeah. stupid." But Bernard was <laughs> one of my top one. Well, I all all the characters have been in my top <laughs> at one point or another. I felt but. so dumb because remember <laughs> I told you I went back and looked at <laughs> all of Bernard. We thought we were such good Gosh. detectives. Um, yeah, we would be the worst. I've been fooled. So okay. <laughs> So we learned about Bernard's secret. So a lot of the suspicion with Bernard came with because he, you know, he would sit at the bench in the graveyard um, and it was just weird. Yeah. He obviously had something to hide. <laughs> there was something, something there that, that was special to him for him to spend so much time there. Mm-hmm. And then he tried to get the shovel. He had something hiding. Yeah. Yeah. So this is where um, we find out that Bernard he committed suicide, basically. Yes. Oh, not basically. He he did. Yeah. Um, because there was a secret weighing on him, that he just couldn't shake, mm-hmm. and it was too much. Um, he loved his wife so much that the secret, and well, he loved his wife and his daughter so much that the secret was was too much. So he left a letter for Joyce, and this is where Joyce finds out what was going on with Bernard. Um. Yeah, and it makes you think, you know, when Ron and Ibrahim question him and they're like, it can't be because of your love for your wife. Yeah. And it was. It was. And it, it was like, it was a two, it was two pains. Yes. You know, caused by that one action. Yes. Because of he loved his wife so much and that pained him what he did. But then he loves his daughter so much and it pains him what he had to keep from what, her. Right. So what did he keep from her? But when Bernard's wife, uh, Asima, correct? I think mm-hmm. that's her name. Yeah. Um, passed away. Well, Asima, well, to start off with, his wife, it was, is um, Indian, mm-hmm. from India. And she, she was religious at some point, eventually left her Hindu religion. Um, but their daughter grew up with, with that, with that knowledge, with that, mm-hmm. you know, instilled in her. So when Asima passed away um, and was cremated, and was cremated, the daughter wanted to spread her ashes in a river in India that is is known for for people in India that they actually travel to this river for this purpose of scattering the ashes in that river. I believe it's called um, the River Ganges, um, if I'm pronouncing it correctly. I don't I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but um, it's a river specifically <clears throat> for for that purpose. It's a ritual. Yeah. And so, um, her daughter wanted to do this when, when she was cremated, but Bernard loved his wife so much that he, he didn't want to be away from her. Yeah. Even and if like her ashes be that far away. Yeah. There were, there would be nothing away. else yeah. connecting him to her. And he knew that as she got older, she wasn't religious anymore. And it wasn't really something that that she wanted. That she wanted. It was just something that that his daughter wanted for her. Um, so she, he decided to switch out the ashes. Mm-hmm. He basically created ashes. Yeah. Made a little like mix that looked like ashes. Yeah. And gave that to his daughter. And his daughter went and, went scattered, and scattered the yeah. ashes in the river. So 
to the daughter's knowledge, she did what she yeah. had to, and right. that that's it. Bernard, though, um, who kept his wife's ashes, needed to find a place to put the ashes to rest, but, you know, still have her clothes. So he goes up to the cemetery, digs up a, a hole, and puts mm-hmm. the ashes in there, which is exactly above or below the bench. The bench. And he did this because he wanted to be, stay close to her. Yeah. And so he ex- um, explains in his letter, I think it was in his letter or somewhere, it says when people, you know, people would just see him alone in the bench. When he yeah. was there, he would talk to his wife and basically, you know, just have conversations, you know, just yeah. kind of speak to her. When people would walk by, he would just stay silent. And people would just be like, oh, quiet, Bernard just sits there. Mm-hmm. I wonder why. But it was that, it was like a, a very special moment for him. Yeah. And so that's why he spent a lot of his day there, to spend time with his wife. Yeah. Which is why when Ian's plan of digging up the graveyard mm-hmm. and converting that whole area into new property... Um, it brought all this back up, like all this guilt he felt yeah. for doing this. It brought it all back up because they knew they were going to dig this mm-hmm. area up. So again, he was going to be faced with the ashes and where to put them. And he's like, I can't tell my daughter. It's just going to be too much. And so. And I, I mean, in the book, he's like starting to, to lose weight, right? He's literally getting sick from this. Um, oh, yeah. Because even Joyce had mentioned it. Yeah. Yeah. It was just too much. Um, he ended up just deciding to leave it as is. Mm-hmm. Confess this uh, this secret to Joyce in hopes that it would resolve this for him um, and for his family. But that was it for Bernard, though. Like, there wasn't no... There wasn't a... Yeah. And that... Some crazy murder or... Yeah. Obviously, he was hiding something, but it yeah. was not nothing related to Ian or, you know, no motive for him. Um, oh, it was so sad when I found out he was dead. Yeah. I was... My number one suspect. <laughs> number one. <laughs> I just thought, for me, it was just, it's so crazy that that he felt so much guilt for this. Mm-hmm. Like, reading it, I was like... I mean, it wasn't like... It's, it's not like he killed someone, right? Yeah. Like, like we yeah. thought he had killed someone. But for him, it was so special. And maybe you know, she, because... Her, his wife was so special. She was so special. And, and because of the religious aspect yeah. of the daughter, maybe it's something sacred. Yeah. And to have messed with and that. And felt, yeah, felt guilty about yeah. that. So that was Bernard's okay. secret. Yeah. So now we go to Father Mackey. Father Mackey. My other number one suspect. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, we knew, like, he was hiding something... Or rather, we should say Matthew Mackey. Doctor Matthew Mackey. We can use either one, I think. Yeah. (laughs) So the police, you know, when they questioned him, they were saying, like, you're not a father. We didn't find any records of that. And, well, that's true. However, we find out um, that Father Mackey was there years ago, in the 70s. He was young. Um, and he was in like, um, I don't, was he a, a full on father? He was a priest. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. He was like working his way and really it's not because he was, he was a very post. Well, religious yeah. person. It was, he needed to find something to do on his own away from his family. I kind it was of, the I kind option of, he had. Yeah. I kind of think of it like when, you know, you graduate from high mm. school and you're like, do I go to college? Do I get a job? What do I do? For him, it was like, well, I'm going to become a priest. It right? was just an option here. Yeah. yeah, something that was available that paid and got him away from his house. Yeah, and so he even describes the job was easy. I just have to go around and people confess Listen to me. To and people. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So he was assigned this place. And during his time, he falls in love with one of the nuns. Margaret was her name? Margaret. And it all started with just kind of, you know, little, little greetings. Chit-chat. yeah. And, like, stairs. And then eventually... They had a relationship. Yeah. Uh, obviously... Secret. Secret. Secret yeah. relationship. Yeah. 
And so he explains how in, uh, in the middle of the night, he would light a little candle by his window. And that was the signal for Margaret to know that though no one was there, she was good to come up. And whenever the candle was not lit, then it was like, oh, I have people over. Don't come over. Right. You know, that was that was like their, their symbol. Their signal. Yeah. And every time he lit the candle, Margaret would come up to see him. Every time. Yeah. One night, he lights the candle and she doesn't show. And so he thinks it's weird. He gives it a little more time and doesn't show. So he says, all right, I need to go out. And he's super sneaky. He goes out. And he already has his plan, like, I'm going to pretend I'm just going to go get some paperwork to do more work if anyone sees me. And he gets to the church. Yeah, the chapel. Yeah, the chapel. And when he gets there, it's kind of dark. He lights a small candle. Yeah. And it was just enough for him to see her body. Margaret's body. She was hanging from one of the beams. Yeah. In the, in, on the roof. He had thought that maybe she got caught by somebody else, um, but it turns out that she hung herself. She did. Um, well, because well, because it, she did get caught. So, so um, she had told her about. She had oh, told her right. as one of her fellow sisters. Um, Ooh, like, she that's like in her in. level. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I mean, because you know, I don't know. There's different. Yeah, like, there's some. I don't know, but. <laughs> Um, so one of, she had told one of her sisters about their relationship and had told her that she got pregnant Yeah, or that she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, and that other sister told like the main sister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think they're called the, was it mother? I, I don't I'm know. Sure. Maybe not. The, the main one. The main one. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, and it doesn't really say that what was going to happen, but I think once she found out. I don't even know if they confronted her about it. Um, Did they? I believe so because when, when the so basically the the, oh, yeah, the, the sister that was, she told to, yeah. she got she went to the to their main you know to their boss basically and told her what you know she's pregnant, tat ratted her out basically, yeah. and um, I think I think that is called Mother uh, Mary. I think it's what she she's was going to have she, her. She was going to send her the next morning. Send her away. Yeah, and. Just to kind of see why it was such a big deal for for sister Margaret to to hang herself because she was going to be sent away. Um, back Mackie, to her country. Yeah, back to her country. Uh, Matthew Mackey explained that while he you know, for him it wasn't really about religion. Why he was he didn't he wasn't a believer really. He yeah. believed, but he wasn't. So strong. for him, it wasn't a big deal. But for sister Margaret, she was a believer. Yes. Like she, she did have a strong faith. So again, it was that guilt. So it was the guilt of her, of her, of her faith of not committing to, to what she had committed to. Yeah. Um, so for her, it was a big deal being sent home. It was like a shame, like a mm-hmm. big shame on her. So that's why she could, she did this. And when. And obviously her, her unborn baby died. Yes. And uh, when, so Father Mackey went to, I think, Mother Mary, it was her mm-hmm. name, um, you know, to tell her what what happened, tell her, you know, I found Sister yeah. Margaret hanging. She knew, she knew, she knew about the relationship and she was the one that told them that she was pregnant. And that's how he found out that, that he, he was going to have a child. Yeah. Um, he was distraught because they had fallen in love and... And they pretty much, they said, instead of coming out and saying... All the, this? If, yeah. Exposing and ruin all this? And everything. Yeah. We have to... Though, they were the only three that knew, really. They Yeah. Or, and, the other sister. Yeah. yeah. And they... Them two were the only... They were the only two who knew... That knew that Margaret... Had committed yeah. suicide. Yeah. So they... um They actually do bury her body in the cemetery. Yeah. Um, and he goes up and shows the Thursday Murder Club, like, look, this is her. This is her headstone. Yeah. yeah. And it said Margaret and all that. So he explains. Yeah. Everything. And he ends up um, leaving. Covet. Convent. Convent. Mm-hmm. He, so Father Mackey ends up leaving the convent. The, the, yeah, the place. <laughs> um, because of this. Mm-hmm. Just to kind of, you know, leave everything, like, 
There was no scandal here. Yeah, and he did not pursue this any and longer. He, oh, this is how. This is why there was no records because the church basically hit took all the records that he yes. he was never a father with us. He has nothing to do with the church, um, which you know, and which also explains why he didn't want to take off his dog collar. Yeah, it's like part of him was still like he was holding on to yeah. that, um, and it was. I mean, if you think he wasn't like, again, again, he wasn't a religious, a, a huge, you know, religious man of belief or anything, yeah. but his faith was basically taken from him when they, when they, um, basically fired him from the church yeah, um, and, hid and his love and hid yeah. everything and his love and child were taken from him yeah. too. And so his whole reason for not wanting Ian to move the cemetery, it's because the love of his life was, was also there. there. Yeah. She, he just didn't want her body. Yeah. She disrupted. Yeah. Especially from like a, that holy place that it was. Right. Because she cared about it. Yeah. For him. And in the, in the book, he says, this is where it all started and ended. Yes. For him. You know, his love story and it started and ended at that place. So it was a very special place yeah. for him. And, and so that was it. He did not kill Ian. No. So two sub- yeah. suspects that Wrong. did not pan out. And um, at ended this, in... At this moment, I was like, okay. Okay. Who did it? <laughs> Same. I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's going on? Yeah. So the last episode, we we ended with Jason and Bobby were going to have... We're going to contact someone they knew to see if Gianni was back. Yeah. But mm-hmm. before we get to that, Jason... Yeah. Was pretty so, sure he was doing his own little detective work. Yeah. And he was pretty sure he had caught the person, our criminal. So he goes and talks to Elizabeth and says, You guys um, know that Ian was trying to buy this land off of Gordon Playfair, Karen's father, and he doesn't want to sell. But if he does sell, he's going to give all his money to his kids, Karen included. So. There's motive there. He basically explains how Karen maybe really wants this money. And she knows that Gordon is not going to sell to Ian, but maybe, you know, he'll sell to somebody else. And so he basically says, I'm going to catch her. He, Jason he, thinks it's Karen. It, yeah. And so when this was happening, I'm like, oh, it was Karen. <laughs> <laughs> my, 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 oh my, I... This that reading was like it was this person. Oh no, no it was, it this, was person. this person. No, it yeah. was this person. And just nope, nope, nope. So during uh they actually go on a date and he questions her. And obviously she's like, What do you know? You know, and <laughs> proves him wrong. And so oh, he had said she's an IT girl. <laughs> he could have gotten that was fentanyl, fentanyl from the dark, from the web, dark web because she knows how to maneuver. And she's like, I'm an IT person at a school. Yeah. She I'm was like, like, I don't know I how to. I reboot computer. Like, no, not <laughs> no. that kind of. Um, she shuts him down. Yeah. Like, and so yeah. as an apology, he takes her to Ron's house and they can, they have drinks. To and have a nightcap. And yeah. they're just explaining, you know, what their suspicions and we're looking for someone and blah, blah, blah. Um, and so he ends up saying, like, they're looking for someone who was here in the 70s. Because remember, they're trying to figure out these bones. They they think they're connected. Yeah. And so while they're in there, Karen sees a picture in the their newsletter. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what it's called. Yeah. Um, and he says, well, you're looking for someone who was here in the 70s. Uh, this person was here in the 70s. Yeah, Karen sees a picture in the newsletter, mm-hmm. and she was like, oh, I recognize this person. She was like, I was young, but I would remember. Yeah. And Ron's like, okay, we need to talk to Elizabeth. And what well, we thought, well, I, I mean, we talked about it, but we thought it was Joyce. I thought it was Joyce. Yeah, My the first whole time, thought was Joyce. I'm like, it's Joyce because she had just given them, she was going to write a column and had given the newsletter a picture of herself. And at the same time, Chris, the detective, had said, you know, this place used to have a hospital, and these nuns were nurses. Guess who else is a nurse? Joyce. 
It was just a yeah. thought, like a fleeting thought. And he so had. the whole time, I'm and like, he was like, "Nah." I'm like, "Getting I was right." Yeah, I can't believe it. Me too. It. At this point, I was like, <laughs> "I did it." Was, it was Joyce? Right. <laughs> it turns out it's not Joyce. It was not Joyce in that picture. Who was it? It was John. Penny's husband. Penny's husband. And so John, Karen knew Karen because he was a vet. He had put his her dog down when he was sick and whatnot. Yeah. And so that's why she recognized him. He had a practice at in Fairhaven for yeah. a long time, and the and Karen and his, and her family lived in Fairhaven also for a long time. So they knew each other from way back. Um, that's how Karen recognized recognized him. As she says that she she can't mistake like those like the gentle eyes yeah. he had. Um, yeah. So they the Thursday murder club or Elizabeth mainly, you know, digs a little deeper. And they go and confront, or they don't confront him, but they, they, they go, go and, talk, and to talk to John. Yeah. And Elizabeth says, how do you want to do this, John? Do you just want to tell me? And so then he knows. And John confesses to murdering. A man. In yeah. Well, not murdering, but. Putting him down. Yeah. Is from how his he explained it. Misery. From his misery. So. Kind of like when you put down a, a he was dog a vet. who's... Yeah, he would put down animals that were in pain. In pain, yeah. And just kind of so end their suffering. In one of his visits to a, a nearby farmer there, um, he they went ahead and put his... They were, I think it was a sheep down yeah. mm-hmm. that was suffering. And he sees that this farmer was also suffering because he, he was lonely. Yeah. He was losing his farm. Like, there, you know, he wasn't getting a lot of returns back from it. and He wanted to go. He just, yeah, I mean, the farmer doesn't say this, yeah. but John was like, oh, I'm going to put him down. Put him know, out of his misery. Put him out of his misery. In a gentle way, he says. Yes. I'm so just... for him, it was like a mercy kill, mm-hmm. which. And then he says, so I buried his bones yeah. in the cemetery. Right. And when Ian wanted to dig it up, I didn't want people to find out. So I also killed Ian. Yes. And at this point, I'm like, what? Yeah, me too. I was like, John? John? It was John all along. But Elizabeth. Elizabeth's like, no, no. She was like, she's not having it. No. Man, this woman is so smart. No. She's like, that's a nice good try. John. She was like, <laughs> no. She was like, um, you would basically, not, you would she, not says, she says to John, I'll... yeah, yeah, you wouldn't say this in front of, in front of Penny. Penny. Because Penny's there. And this is, in, yeah. this is her room in her. And in, if yeah. she didn't know. Why would you do that to her? Yeah. Why would you do this? So the only yeah the only reason you're confessing to it is because you're protecting Penny, yes. out of love. So tell us the truth. And then finally, John tells the actual truth. Yeah. So remember that case, the very, very first, first case one. we started with the how we started the book, when Elizabeth asks Joyce about the the girl, you know, the girl, and that? how much she weighs, and the stabbing, and they think it's the boyfriend. Well, it was the boyfriend. Penny found that. I remember Penny was, Penny a, was a young detective. detective at that time. And at the time, I don't think she she wasn't as respected because she was a woman. Yeah, you it know. was difficult for her. So Penny, in the police report, says that when she was taking the boyfriend back, the boyfriend escaped. And this whole time, uh, Penny thought, you know, I'm pretty sure he, it was him. He had to have done it. Well, she was right. It was him. And she... She took justice, justice in her own hands. Yeah, in her own hands. Um, she killed him. Penny killed the boyfriend that committed... That killed his girlfriend. That yeah. stabbed his, his girlfriend to death. And so basically they found out those bones are that, that boyfriend. It was that boyfriend. Yeah, so the bones belonged to this boyfriend, which was the murder. Yeah, and they found out it, it was him because the boyfriend was discharged from the army. Because of a, a wound in the bullet hole, a bullet to the femur, which matches the bones. Which matches the bones. And um, Penny buried him in the graveyard because she said, no one's going to dig up a graveyard. Yeah. A for nuns. nuns. Yeah. Yeah. This is a safe spot. So she picks a, uh, she picks one of the newer, at that time, one of the newer headstones there mm-hmm. um, where the ground was softer. Digs all the way up to. Up to the casket. Mm-hmm. Puts the bones there. Takes it back up, or yeah, fills it back. Fills in. it back up. And she that was never, it. yeah, she never told John. John. 
But remember, she got really sick. And she when she was... She had dementia. Yeah, when she started losing her memory and her coherence or... I don't yeah. know. Um, she slowly she started, started revealing things. Yeah, she started telling John stories, you know, funny stories about her time as a cop and all that. But then it got... You know, she started... Yeah. She told him this at story. First, yeah, at first it was, like, just funny stories. Um, and then it started... You know, going to more more secrets of yeah. kind of how like how she would take bribes, um, things like that. Yeah. You know that she would do as a cop until very towards the end of, mm-hmm. you know, right before she completely, you know, lost uh, her memory or consciousness. Yeah, conscious. Um, she tells John this secret, which is like her biggest secret. Um, tells him the story, and John doesn't tell anyone. Doesn't tell and anyone. He knows like. I have to protect her. Yeah. So when he finds out that Ian was thinking of, you know, mm-hmm. digging up the graveyard, he's like, that's, I'm not going to let that happen. So he took it upon himself uh, to, to kill Ian. Yeah. That was his solution. So when he and- saw an opportunity, when they were all down, down by the gates, um, when everyone was protesting and he was there, at, he was one of the ones that, was near Ian and took that time to, to inject him with fentanyl. Yeah. And he said he always, he carried it with him. Right. Yeah. He yeah. Just he just never always, knew what the moment was. He would was always him. carry it. Right. Because, um, he wanted to do that to, to Penny. Yeah. Right before, like when things would get, before things got to the point really where bad. she would suffer. Yeah. You know? Um, so she always, he always carried Very it. Very similar him. to what he said he did. To that farmer, to which that never farmer, happened. Which never happened. Yeah. yeah. That was just him trying to cover up for Penny. And so, yeah. And so she says, well, you know, you're going to have to tell the police. And he says, yeah. Yeah. She, he says, well, we'll have to tell the police. Yeah. Um, so then this is sad. <sighs> <laughs> so he says goodbye to Penny. And he hugs her. And then he's like, just walk me back to my room. Ron and Ibrahim, Elizabeth says... Ron and Ibrahim walk him back to make sure he gets there. I'll stay with Penny. Yeah. And Elizabeth says, wow, I can't believe this is it. Like, this happened. Yeah. Like, you made, you... She was conflicted in her feelings. Yeah. She's like, you, in your mind, you, you served, justice was served. I don't know that I would do that, but, you know, you... He, that boyfriend didn't get away with it. You killed him. Yes. And she says, if you're hearing this and you, you know what's going on, well, you didn't get away with it either. Yeah. Right. But if you're not, if you're gone, you can't even hear me, then. Then you did. You got, you away, got away with it. it. Um, she, and be, and she says that if you're hearing this, you, you, you didn't get away with it because she would feel that guilt. Yeah, of, of of having John do this, do this thing, killing someone for to protect her secret. Yeah, and also I'm assuming of lying to Elizabeth because they were they were best friends. Yeah, um, so that guilt in her. Yeah, yeah, and so Elizabeth's conflicted with these feelings of her friend, her dear friend, mm-hmm. keeping this secret alone, um, and also because she's not there to to speak about it or to you know there's, and. And There's she nothing says, she can do at this point. And you know your husband has just gone to his room to end to his end life. Things. Yeah. Elizabeth knew um, knew this, John's track record. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he carries he, this medicine with him. Yeah. Uh, for mercy. peacefully and his in Yeah, his home. killings. And he says, I'm going to say my goodbyes right now because I'm pretty sure... He has just ended your life as well. Yeah. And you, both of you will be going together. And Elizabeth is right. Yep. John injected um, Penny when he went to say goodbye and hug her. Yeah. Right before he went to his room or, yeah, to his apartment. And then he went to and his apartment. And then he went to his apartment and did the same to himself. Ended his life. Ended yeah. Penny's life. Right before. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. So obviously the whole story came out and Thursday murder clip tells the police yeah 
It's and in the newspapers now. John and Penny are gone now. Yeah. Man. And then I was like, so many deaths. So many deaths, what right? What is going I on? So many secrets. Not so much ready guilt. For yeah. the amount of guilt and death that these last chapters are going to have. from 50 years ago. Yeah. Or, you know, the Margaret and the baby and the boyfriend and Bernard. I know. It's... And Penny and John. So we have our first... Oh, we solved two murders. So far, we know... So yes. the bones from 50 years ago... Was Penny. From Was from that very old case. I like how everything is just tied up. Tied up at the end, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> the bones were uh, were the boyfriend. That pe- And Penny was responsible and Penny for responsible, that. was responsible. And then who killed Ian Ventum? John. John. To protect Penny's secret. Mm-hmm. And... Okay, I don't remember John being there. He was there. Yes. Oh, I, I didn't... do. I yeah, I remember. I didn't remember that part. So I was like, oh. Yeah, it was I believe Elizabeth was even was even like, oh, John's here. Like, you know, cuz he would never leave Penny's oh, side. Gosh, I that. Darn. Mhm. He was the one, he was the ones that that was you know when when Ian dropped mm-hmm. when Ian and Father Mackey fell. Uh he was in, in that in that area. But we still haven't figured out our very first murder. Tony. Who killed Tony? So, the only person that left is Gianni, right? Yes. So, obviously, Gianni is their main suspect because they were all involved. Tony, Jason. There was a whole gang. So, it was Tony, Bobby, Bobby, Gianni, and Jason. Wait, did I already say Jason? Bobby. (laughs) (laughs) Jason, Bobby, Gianni, and Tony. Yeah. They were all part of the gang, and... And this was this was also again another death, right? Another murder back back in the when they were running yeah. together. Tony killed a a young, a seventeen year old boy. Yeah. Because of drugs, mm-hmm. a cabbie saw this happen, so no, they use a cabbie to get rid of the body. Right. Which which so he sees so he sees what's going on, and Tony orders Gianni to kill him. to kill the cabbie. Mm-hmm. And, and so that was a scare for everyone. Right, and, and that's where everyone kind of split. Yeah. They left. Gianni um, fled, or Gianni went, stole money from Tony, uh-huh. the 100 grand that we mentioned a, a few episodes ago, and fled to Turkey, or Cyprus, Cyprus sorry, mm-hmm. where he has a family. Yeah. And he actually has, his family back in Cyprus uh, were really influential people. Like like this mafia. <laughs> yeah, like underground influential yes. people. Basically owned the police. Um, so he could disappear him. there, mm-hmm. right? Got there, completely disappeared when once he arrived. Yeah. Now, Chris um, ends up going to Cyprus to see if he what, what information he can He's find like, out. I I don't think I'll find Gianni, but I'll find out something. something. So he goes and talks to Gianni's father, who's in prison over mm-hmm. there in Cyprus. Father tells him, I'm not going to tell you anything. I don't know where he's at. Yeah, and what Chris says, look, I know that Gianni came back so many years ago because there's a record you know that his passport was used that was the last time he used his passport and i'm sure that when he got here you he made it disappear a, yeah. he got a whole new passport and a new identity but i know if he came back he came back to see you he came back to visit you so you know where he's at and his dad is not going to say doesn't anything. say anything yeah so chris leaves goes back to the uk and then gets an email from Gianni's, Gianni's father. And in the email, he's like t- basically asking him, I have not seen my son. Like, I know you think that I have. He came to visit me. But when you told me that the last time he used his passport was coming back to the country, that was news to me. I never knew he had come back and he would have come visit me if he did. Yeah. So I don't so think if he ever you came find back. him, yeah. he's like, I think he's dead. Mm hmm. So if you find him, please let me know. I, I want to know that my son's alive. He wants to see him before he dies because he's yes. getting old and sick. And... Chris is like, he's not having it. He thinks yeah. it's like a, like a one, like a, another, another thing that you want that me to look doing. away. Yeah. You, you don't want, want me, me to, to look away from Gianni. You think, oh, he's dead. So you mm-hmm. want me to think that he didn't do it. So he ignores it. Yeah. He's thinks like, I've it's, seen it's everything. Completely... Yeah. In my years. Yeah. It, it's not real. He goes to 
Steve's gym. gym. So Steve was actually the contact that Jason and Bobby um, yeah, that's, spoke to that's they to see in. if Gianni was back. And Steve was was also from Cyprus. So that's why he had like a connection to Gianni. Mm-hmm. That's why if Gianni came back, he would be the one that, that would know because they're both from Cyprus. They had this connection. And so Chris goes to, Chris and Donna go to Steve's gym to ask him questions to see if he was, if Gianni stayed with him. And Steve was like, no, No. he didn't come back. And they're like, but you have an extra room out there. Who stays there? And he's like, anyone who needs a place to stay. He's saying anyone that needs to stay. I don't ask any questions. Chris is saying, so you wouldn't tell us if it was Gianni that stayed there that night, the Tony died. He was like, no, I would not tell you that. And Chris and Donna basically, you know, they keep asking him questions. He's not talking. So they're just like, okay, we'll leave it as, as is. Um, and right before Chris and Donna leave, he's mm-hmm. like, oh, can you do me a favor? On the way out, can you drop off this wallet in the lost and found? And in the wallet, it was filled with 5,000 euros. And this is, Chris takes this as like, okay. He's, so he did come back. He's telling me that, that Gianni was here without really telling me he right. was here. Chris is like, okay. But he traces back the money and it was like cashed out in, in Cyprus. Cyprus. Yes. So Chris is like, So Chris oh, is like, you. solved it. Mm-hmm. It was it's, Gianni. It's he Gianni. came back. He paid Steve to stay in the, in his room for a night mm-hmm. uh, the, the day that Tony was died. And then again, used his power and influence to leave and disappear. Yeah. So Chris, he solved, he thinks he solved, solved the case, right? It was Gianni that killed Tony. But... Then we cut to Bogdan and Stephen, uh, Elizabeth's husband, playing chess. Yeah, because I think it was Elizabeth. Elizabeth had invited Bogdan over, um, but before she got there, him and Stephen are playing are the playing game chess and just talking. Uh, you know, they they become friends. You know, ever since Bogdan first went over and vis- and visited uh, Elizabeth. And if you remember, uh, Elizabeth, with everything that happened with Penny and all that, she's like, oh, you know, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have to let go of Stephen soon, because he's kind of he's losing he's losing his, his memory, memory too, and losing everything. his mind. Yeah. But Stephen hears bits and pieces. He knows that Elizabeth is trying to f- figure out this murder, and so he asks Bogdan. Uh, I think he straight up asks him. Yeah, so Stephen just asked Magden. Um, well, he says, "I think you, I think it was you that killed Tony." Oh yeah. And Bogdan was like, "Yes, it was me." Mm-hmm. And Stephen's like, "Okay, tell me the story." And Bogdan does. <laughs> oh my goodness. So now we have Bogdan confessing his yeah. secret. To Stephen. So here's what happens. So Bogdan's cousin or friend? It was a friend. Oh, yeah. Bogdan's friend was this cabbie back in the day who drove Tony and Gianni to get rid of the body. Yep. And the cabbie that that Gianni killed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Gianni killed him. So he says, I killed Gianni. Because he killed my friend. It was a while back. He had this whole setup. He basically, he was like, it was really easy. All he, all that guy wanted was money. And he, very similar to what Jason said a while back, Gianni liked to brag. So he pretty much bragged about killing my friend. And so I knew it was him. I lured him in by telling him we were going to make money and whatnot. Took him out on a boat and shoots him. Ties a bunch of bricks, heavy things. Throws him over. Throws him over. Bottom of the ocean. So Gianni has been dead this whole time. He has been dead. His father was Was serious when he was Mm -hmm. concerned about him being dead. Yeah, he had that feeling that his son wasn't alive anymore. Yeah. And who helped Bogdan? Steve. Mm Mm-hmm. Bogdan basically knew Steve was someone that he can count in, count on mm-hmm. pain and him keeping quiet. So Steve didn't didn't do it for revenge or anything. He just did it because, you know, he could. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So what Bogdan does is 
he, to kind of cover it up and make it seem like Gianni fled, he grabs, he goes to his apartment, grabs all his stuff, his passport. Bogdan also goes to Tony's house and steals the 100 grand. So Gianni... Oh, it wasn't Gianni. It yes, wasn't, yeah. You know, we all think Gianni stole the 100 grand and fled to Cyprus, yeah. but it was Bogdan who stole the money, mm-hmm. gave 50000 to his friends, to Cass's family, Yeah. and the other fifty to Steve. For that was his, for cover helping him up. cover this up. And he's like, I knew he wanted to build a gym. So that so was his, his investment. Yeah. So that he, Steve can build his gym. So Steve helped him out with that. Steve was the one who flew to Cyprus, Cyprus with, with his passport. Gianni's passport. And that was how they, that's what the police has that last time that passport was used. And he just flew right back. Yeah. No one noticed. <laughs> yeah. And... There goes Gianni. And then he says, and then I had to find a way to kill Tony. And so when I started working, Tony hired me to set up his whole alarm system. And I did. So I knew I made some things faulty. So nothing was recording. (laughs) I knew how to get in. I knew the passcode. And so when I saw my opportunity, I went in and I killed him. And I killed him because he told Gianni to kill my friend. So he was just as guilty, guilty and responsible for that murder. I can't yeah. believe <laughs> that you and I were like, he's such a good guy. And we yes. were like, he's so, and we had, we had things like we knew about the alarm system. Right. We knew about, yes, yeah. we knew that Bogdan set up the alarm and system. And we knew he was super smart because remember we said, he's a smart guy. He's a smart but guy. then we also said he's a good guy. I mean, it was, like, so obvious at this point that he set up the alarm system. Yes. Like, so how did was, we not know that it was, it was a faulty it alarm was very, system? It was a lot like Jason. I was like, it's too obvious. His was like, it's way too obvious. It's way, yeah. Bogdan is, Bogdan said things like, you know he's going to kill you. So it kind of made you think, like, oh, Ian is going to want to kill him. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I can't believe, I can't believe it. It was Bogdan. We completely like just believed him when he said when I, I didn't out, do it when I put out my questions he wasn't even on the list <laughs> I just totally ruled him out as a suspect horrible. horrible and he played Elizabeth too I mean Elizabeth believed him but he was so good but did she well yeah I mean so then towards the end of the book Joyce is writing about everything and she says you know what I think it was Bogdan yeah, she ends up thinking it was Bogdan, too. I'm sure it was Bogdan. He's a smart guy. Yeah, he's super smart, you know, but I'm not going to do or say anything because I need him to fix some stuff. Yeah, and I'm not going to ask Bogdan, at this point, ends up being, like, the handyman at Cooper's Chase. Yeah. And the residents love him. Yeah. Like, Because Joyce... he really, he is a nice guy. Because <laughs> he's... Don't mess, just don't mess with him. <laughs> yeah, he's, I mean, yeah, he was, he's a nice guy, you know, fixes the windows. What else did he do for Father Mackey? Oh, so yes. So Bogdan ends up at the behest of the Thursday Murder Club, mm-hmm. um, puts up Patrick, the name Patrick, at the headstone of where Margaret where Sister is. Margaret's headstone was. Patrick was the name that Father Mackey had given his unborn child. Yeah. Because to, to him, think... he thought it was going to be a boy. Yeah. Um, in, his, in his mind, it was always a boy and named him Patrick. And he tells Elizabeth when he's telling the story, he's like, I know it's silly. He was never born and we don't mm-hmm. even know if he was a boy, but I called him Patrick. And so Bogdan inscribed Patrick's name um, on the headstone. On the headstone. Yeah. And the Thursday Murder Club takes father, you know, he takes, they, they take father, Ma- father Mackey. Mackey to the grave so he can see this. And he yeah. breaks down yeah. and cries at, at the headstone. I was like, that was so sweet. <laughs> like, yeah. So like, and remember, and just the way, like everything, you remember who said like, Joyce picks up, she picks up, she, she picks, I guess, she picks up on things. Yeah. She's on smart the too. Things. She doesn't, she's not. But she didn't, she doesn't show it, right? Yeah, like, like she Elizabeth. Like, look what I found. Yeah. Right? She's just but like, she's oh, like, you know, I saw and this. she was right. Like. And also another thing that, that Mogden did, um, because he was now like the handyman, right? Mm-hmm. He did the inscribing for the Thursday Murder Club. The Thursday Murder Club tells... Actually, Joyce, the letter that that a Bernard had left Joyce, uh-huh. also had this postscript note on it saying, 
make sure my ashes stay with my wife, something like that. Um, it was, she, she said that Bernard tried writing it in code, but it was kind of obvious like what he, Bernard mm-hmm. wanted her to do. And basically what Bernard wanted Joyce to do was to split his ashes and mix them with his wife's ashes so that they had two urns, one that was half, half him and his wife and the other him and his mm-hmm. wife. One would stay buried where, where Bernard had left his wife and the other would be given to, to his daughter um, so that she could scatter his ashes in the river as well because he knew that, that she was going to do the same. Yeah. Um, so Joyce does this for him. And um, the the daughter ends up taking the ashes, thinking it's a hundred percent his her dad, but it's both. It's both half her dad, half her mother. And at this point, it's just so sweet because she does end up doing what, like, even though in her mind she thinks she did it a long time ago, but she does end up scattering her mother's ashes as well in the river, yeah. which kind of absolved um, Bernard right from this guilt even though he's yeah. no longer there but now it was basically he kn- he knew like that was the only way yeah, to do that it, it was going to do it mm-hmm. and now Joyce thinks this is nice because now Bernard is with his wife here and he's also with her in the river like they're beating you know that how Joyce says it she's like Bernard's you know was able to to hold his wife while they were being scattered in, in the river yeah. Stay with her while they were being um while they were in the river. And obviously this there was concrete at this point over the ashes where the bench was at. And Bogdan was the one who took care of digging, you know, Around removing it, the concrete, yeah. digging it up. And so they're, they're you know, Bogdan's doing these nice little things for everyone for these for these residents. Yeah. And so it's just crazy to think like the yeah, they basically, <laughs> they, yeah, the secret he's holding, and basically, you know, the Thursday Murder Club knowing, knowing that he was most likely the one that killed Tony, and they're just being, they're like okay with it because they like him. Yeah, they there's a murder among them. I mean, what? I I really enjoyed this book. Me too. I was very surprised, honestly, though. I was surprised at how much. At the end, right, those last chapters I reread, how much um, depth there was to to these stories, like to how much guilt and love and pain and secrets that were going on. I really thought this was just going to be a very like superficial like thing. Yeah. They killed them because of money or, you know, something very superficial that didn't have that much feeling to it. Yeah. But all of this, like all of these murders and and people dying, there was a lot of death, a lot more than what I expected. Yeah, at the end, everyone right. What I would actually what mostly surprised me was the amount of, like, how many like, how many of them took their own lives. Yeah, out of that guilt. Yeah, like if we think about it, it was Bernard, uh, sister Margaret, uh, John. Mm-hmm. It was just, like, sad. Yeah. And for Bernard and John, at least, you know, they were older. And so for them, they did it because, well, at least for, for John specifically. Mm-hmm. Because everyone he, was going to find out. And... Yeah. And, and also for Bernard, it was just too much guilt on his end. Mm-hmm. And then just Sister Margaret, just, again, that guilt of, of not being true to her faith. And so young and, and then pregnant. All would all these deaths caused other people's pain and you know, Father Mackey losing his love of his life and his and Yeah. Son. How those events I mean years and years after they still stuck with them. Yeah, and it still it brought something, you know. And also I, I missed uh, the for Bogdan, the love he had for a friend. Mm-hmm. So to go to go to the point of, of seeking revenge. Yeah, and to me it was like, no one is going to look into who killed my friend because he's an immigrant. Yeah. He's not He's not In important. In a lot of ways, he did what Penny did. So he took justice yeah. in his own you know, yeah. hands. He was like, 
exactly what you said. No and one's going these, to care about these con men are going to get away with it. Like they get away with everything. Right. So, so he, yeah. he did what he thought was justice. And I mean, he gave 50,000 to Cass's yeah, family. Yeah. It's not like he went and took the money. He literally did it for a friend. And yeah, he gave that money up. Um, which I'm not. We're not saying uh, yeah. that's right. <laughs> that but, it was right. You know, I'm not excusing him from this, but. But like you said, there was a I, lot of I do like love how tied up in these deep murders these and, stories were and yeah. the reasons and the feelings. Like, there were a couple times I had to close the book and just be like, oh, oh my gosh, Margaret. Yeah. Or Bogdan, like, you finally were starting to have, you know, like maybe feelings for joy. Oh, Bernard. Uh, yeah, Bernard. Yeah. Um, and you all this time, like you felt so sad and yeah, alone. I I liked what um, also what what Joyce had mentioned or Joyce or Elizabeth, I don't remember now, but basically mentioning how when they were finding out when John was telling them the story of Penny and what Penny did, how I think it was Joyce about how. She's, she feels sorry for these deaths and she's like, and then also the, that, that guy that Penny killed, she's like, I don't feel bad for him though, because his action led to all these other deaths, right? Him Mm -hmm. killing his girlfriend, stabbing her led to Penny seeking justice, killing him yeah and then led to John killing Ian to protect Penny. Yeah. And then at the end, killing himself and Penny because of that guilt. Or because of their secret. And so Joyce is like, I I don't feel sorry for that man. Because what he did led to all this. Well, it's very similar to yeah. Tony. Right. He Because he killed exactly. that boy. That poor cabbie who was innocent had to die. And then Gianni died. And then Tony died. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, yeah, like you said, I love, I love how this book was written. And so I think we can... End by rating and giving our final thoughts for the book. Also, yes. I wanted to say we got everything wrong. <laughs> when we, we are were like, the worst when detectives. We were like, All the murders have to be tied. They're for one reason. <laughs> they were not. Yeah, they were um, totally different. Yeah. No. Yeah. We we were. I was. I was. Man, I said this in the last episode that I was gonna feel so dumb because I was so sure that it was Joyce. <laughs> I know. Um. And this I was feel so bad that I that, that I was, thought it was my girl Joyce. Yeah, when it was Man, like she was the best. When one. they were starting to talk about Bogdan, I'm like, oh, it wasn't him. It's Father Mackey. And then they and yeah. I'm like, it wasn't him. And then I was like, oh, it's Karen. Nope. Oh, it's Joyce. Nope. <laughs> it's like yeah. everything. Bernard, you said totally. Oh yeah, I gave but yeah. Um. So I think how are we gonna rate these books? So our rating scale will be five stars. Five stars. One star is painful yeah it was a painful read <laughs> so like you struggle to even read it we only read it because we had to for purposes for the podcast otherwise we wouldn't even have finished it painful. yeah you did not enjoy your time you were mad while you yeah. were reading <laughs> <laughs> like i could be washing dishes instead yes <laughs> um two, two stars, stars is a bad yeah it's a bad book you read it through you Again. finished it but you didn't enjoy it yeah. Three is okay. Yeah. An okay book. It was an okay storyline. Not bad. Mediocre. Yeah, it was Yeah. I mean it, it could have been better. Maybe it was a but, little slow. But you weren't uh you weren't completely you know, you you hooked. didn't hate it. You yeah. weren't completely hooked, but you also didn't hate it. Yeah. You know, like a like those like the, like rom-coms the, that it's the same story, new actors. Right. Or like the um, Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Definitely not a masterpiece. Or <laughs> it's just, it's just blockbuster entertainment. Yeah, exactly. So, so that's a three. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Four is a great book. Mm-hmm. Four stars is great. You enjoyed your time reading it. You'll recommend it to your friends. Um, it was a, It was a great read. All well around. done. Yes. Five stars. It's like the next level up. Is so so here's if you get a four star if we rate it it's a it's good. That's a good rating. That's good. Yeah. But five five is a masterpiece. Masterpiece. Level. 
Now, I'm, what we mean by masterpiece is like, this is the the best book you've read. Obviously, or, you know, you have yeah, multiple books yeah. that you think are the best, but, but make but your that... top absolutely must read. This is a must read book. Right. It's like, it's it's high up there on your list. It's going to make the one of your favorites. You know, you yeah. probably have a lot of favorite books. It's hard to pinpoint my favorite. So, right. so it'll be in your favorite So this is going to be like that book where you just like, when someone tells you, you know, when they ask a question, what's your favorite book? That's one of the that's ones one you give in your list. That's one of the books you're going yeah. you're gonna to say. Um, it's the book you want to be made into a movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's the book that, people that you will think recognize. will eventually become a classic, right? Because there's, you know, like mm-hmm. like I, we, we said when we were talking about the scale, is like a five is a book that just ends up being on everyone's mind. Like, you know, it exists. Yeah. You know that even it was. Even if you didn't read it. Even if you didn't read it, you know you're it. aware of it. It was a masterpiece. Yeah. Um, so that's our scale. Also, shout out to IGN. <laughs> we stole the scale. We, we kind of got, yeah. We, we know. We, we adjusted we, the scale. We added our own little rationales. Um, yes. Rationales. But it's just, it was, it was a good scale. So simple and easy to understand. And yeah, five stars. Just five stars. Okay. So I'm going to let you rate it first and then I'll rate mine. Okay. And then give a little bit of your reasoning and I'll do the same. Okay. The Thursday Murder Club by Richard Osman. His first book. His debut novel. Now I want to start with saying that this is my, my initial rating, like mm-hmm. just finished reading yeah, like literally just yesterday. That's true. We can always come back because to we later. can always come back, listen, see how much this is, you know. But anyways, okay. So right now, I just finished reading. I give this book four stars. It's a great book. I really enjoyed my time reading it. Mm-hmm. Um. I I was surprised at the end. I was actually like surprised at what really, honestly, up till episode uh, four mm-hmm. for me it was probably going to be like like three stars but yeah. this this last end this last uh, chapters we read made it a four because it really dove into the it really dove into like the deafness of of these of these characters uh thoughts and feelings and emotions you know they we brought in guilt and we brought in love and we brought in pain mm-hmm. um and it just really it, how it was such a light read for for most of the book, very fun and light read, yeah. and then at the end you're just kind of hit with a wave of emotions yeah. of these people's lives being intertwined and and all the guilt they felt. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for me, it's for right now it's it's a four stars. Okay, yeah, I'd have to agree a lot with that. However, I'm not gonna be your Simon and you know your hard judge. Not saying I'm gonna give everything. Okay. Super high rating. <laughs> but I just, maybe it's the emotion of this is our first book. I'm going to give it five stars. And here's why. Um, I would agree that at first, I definitely would not give it five stars. At first, especially in the beginning, I thought it was slow. I thought it was more like a three. I wasn't really hooked. But then again, I feel like the pacing was very... Um, it like it matched with the setting and everything. And then like you said, it got deep there at the end. I felt all kinds of emotions. I felt like excitement. I want to figure out who did it. I mean, the fact that I went back to reread parts, um I wanted to know who it was. I laughed. I I was curious. And then at the end there, I like I didn't cry, but I was like oh. like some of those things hit me and that's really hard to do for like you know for me yeah. like I never cry Especially and stuff. For you. Yeah. And and for movies to do that, it's I feel feel it's easier for books to do it that. It is easier. I is think. a lot harder. And the fact that some of those parts, I was like, oh my god, like I had to put the book down and just think, give it a moment of silence, let it sink in. Yeah. The way that he tied everything so well, and it was like right there, and I didn't see it. Um, I feel he he got me, and because he got me, you deserve five stars. Because normally I'm really good at this. And so the fact that you fooled me and I was totally wrong and totally not expecting what happened. Richard Osman, you deserve five stars for that. All right. For fooling me. Nice. I mean, also, I I would definitely say, I mean, like you said, we're not like literacy, like literature experts, right? Like we're not going to be like, 
but the theme didn't make sense or like yeah. it didn't tie in. But but the I theme, mean, but the theme was I like that. Like you yeah. had said, um, what I think the theme maybe for me would be what someone is willing to do for love. Yeah. Yeah, you know? for sure. Or and you know something along those lines. Also, a lot a lot of it was also just how much guilt stays with you. Yeah. For some people. I mean, for Bogdan, <laughs> he went on living his life. But but he felt it justified, you know? like Right. There was that, that idea of justice, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, I, I wish I mean, we, we had more time, keep, but right, we, if could we, keep talking, time, we can keep talking. We, but like, we could dig deeper. This would be like a... There was theme and stuff and all sure. this stuff. Um, so I think, again, I don't want to say I'm going to throw out five stars at everything, because I won't. But this one... Watch you um, will. <laughs> <laughs> I won't. Uh, but this one was just one of those that... And that, also, it, I and mean... And again, it's personal. Like, it hit me personal and just the way he wrote some things and, again, like, being his first, his debut novel, the, the storyline, the characters were good, you know. Yeah, and... The pacing, the way I mean, he also, did I mean, I think later on maybe we can look back and see if, if we still think the same, right? I think um, I think that would be important, Also, yeah. maybe next next week we'll have maybe a little more time and, and we can think more on, on the subject matter that the book touched on, mm-hmm. you know, uh, guilt, love, um, because they're heavy topics. I yeah, mean, suicide. Suicide, like, yeah, these are absolutely. heavy topics, um, so maybe next week we'll... We'll talk a little bit deeper now that that we have time away from it, right? Our initial like yes, like, I, I uh, agree. That's so a good you know idea. next week we'll 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 have some time away from the book. I think enough time to to actually reflect on on these stories and on, see on if these our people's rating, lives. Our initial rating changes. Yeah, and see maybe maybe it doesn't. Maybe it does. Yeah. Um, but we'll have more time to maybe just kind of see settle in with those with those with our thoughts. Uh, yeah. And see how that. We have had so much fun reading this book and talking about it. And I think, you know, if you there are things you didn't like that we did, let us know. We'll uh, we'll learn as we read other books. Join us next week. Uh, we are going to reveal our new pick uh, for our next book. Uh, we'll talk about this reading schedule, uh, why I chose it, the genre, and everything. And, and we'll go from there to start our new book. We might touch a little bit more our on this final, book. Final thoughts on this book. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. If you don't follow us on Instagram, follow us on Instagram so you can tell us more about what you think. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next week. See ya.